Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News, June 27, 2023, Tuesday. Stand up for your country. So I wrote Killing the Mob. And a lot of that book is about the rise of the FBI, which had to be established by the federal government to control the bank robber gangsters, primarily in the Midwest. And then we carried the FBI through the decades. So they destroyed the Ku Klux Klan. The FBI had a lot to do with the destruction of the mafia power. And we chronicled it all the way through. Killing Kennedy came about because the FBI, some agents, showed me the files they had about the assassination of President Kennedy. So I have been a major league supporter of the FBI for decades, but that is all gone. And I will prove that to you tonight. This is an agency that needs a complete overhaul, not the agents in the field. I've said that a hundred times and I hate to be repetitive, but I always have to say it. But in Washington, D.C., they all have to go. 
And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So this is one of the most underreported stories I've ever seen, and I'm sure you have not heard about it. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee issued a report yesterday. That committee is chaired by Senator Gary Peters, Democrat, Michigan, ranking member Rand Paul, Republican, Kentucky. The report says that the FBI knew about potential danger to the U.S. Capitol on January 6th in advance, but did nothing. Shocking report. Did you hear it on ABC, NBC, CBS? If you did, I stand corrected and I want to apologize, but I don't think you did. All right. Did you hear it on the cables? Let me know. So now we get into a whole different aspect of the January 6th riot. The FBI knew trouble was brewing because they had assets inside the Proud Boys. All right, the far right group that can get violent. There were FBI informers there and the informers alerted Washington that these guys were going to go to D.C. on January 26th and trouble could happen. And they were specific about it. Here's what the Senate committee released. Quote, at a fundamental level, the agencies failed to fulfill their mission and connect the public and non-public information they received. FBI also did not develop certain tips about January 6th because... They were deemed not credible, contrary to FBI policy that requires every tip received to be logged as long as it meets an authorized purpose for investigation, regardless of credibility, unquote. So all that means the FBI buried the story. I know Trump didn't get anything from the FBI because he told me, okay, he got no warning, but he knew President Trump at the time. He knew trouble was brewing, so he alerted the Pentagon to have National Guard on alert. We all know that. That's established beyond any reasonable doubt. And that's what will get him acquitted if the special prosecutor, Smith, brings charges on January 6th. And this report makes that almost impossible, by the way, and I'll get into that in a moment. So the reason that the Guard didn't show up is because Pelosi, who is in charge of capital security as the Speaker of the House then, and the mayor of Washington, D.C., Miro Bowser, didn't request it. And they had to, okay, by law, and they did not. So, once again, this shows that the FBI is incompetent. All right, now, you can do a conspiracy theory and say the FBI wanted this to happen, You can do that, and many, many millions of Americans will. I will not, because I don't do that. I'm a fact-based guy. I'm telling you the FBI is incompetent. Did they use politics to go after Trump? Yes, Russian collusion. Now, maybe more things will arise here in the January 6th riot situation, because they're looking into it. All right. Now, Ray, Christopher Ray, the head of the FBI, is supposed to testify on July 12th. OK. And um, this guy is a menace. All right. He's not just incompetent. He's a menace. 
So he'll show up that Wednesday in front of the House Judiciary Committee, and he'll say, I can't answer any questions because January 6th is still under investigation. That's what he'll say. And then every question you ask him, he'll say the same thing. Hunter Biden under investigation. On and on and on and on. You'll get a thing from the man. That's what he does. Okay, you know it. We've seen it. It will happen again this time. So forget about that. But as far as me, an American citizen who once admired the skill of the FBI and the dedication to protect Americans, it's all gone. It's all gone. Can you imagine sitting on information? There was going to be a riot at the Capitol and not telling the president, the Pentagon, the Congress people themselves, putting them at grave risk. You imagine that. That's what happened. That's what happened. It is a disgrace. Now, the Justice Department is in charge of the FBI, so you understand. Merrick Garland is the boss of Christopher Wray. And Biden could fire Ray tomorrow, but he won't because Biden doesn't care about any of this. All he cares about is getting Trump, okay, and getting his son off. So there was a leak yesterday of a tape of Donald Trump at his private residence in New Jersey talking about a document that he had. The tape, audio tape, went out to the media. Who leaked it? Couldn't have been anybody else but someone inside the Justice Department at a very high level. Had to be somebody from Smith's office or Garland's office. Had to be. Nobody else had access to it. They leaked it to the press. This is the U.S. Justice Department. This is what we're looking at. But not only do we have a corrupt FBI, we have a, the whole thing's corrupt. The whole J Department's corrupt. I mean, come on. Finally. With this information coming forth from the Senate Homeland Security Committee, which is not partisan, obviously, makes Merrick Garland and the FBI under Biden look terrible. The Trump people are buoyed. They, they're lifted up. Because you can't blame, as Smith is trying to do, the special counsel, January 6th on Trump, if the FBI had the info ahead of time and didn't do anything about it. This just blows that case right out of the water. So the Trump people should be happy today and should be outraged at the leak of the tape. I'm not going to play the tape because I'm not trying this on TV. I don't know the context of this tape. It's just audio. Okay, I don't know it. I'm not going to play it. I'm not trying the Trump stuff on television. It's ridiculous. And it's against the law to do what the media did. Play a tape that a federal uh, guy, Smith, the special prosecutor, is using to, pro- to maybe prosecute a former president. Now, nobody's going to be charged. Nobody, they won't even find out who did the leak. They couldn't even find out the Supreme Court leak. Another FBI extravagant. Oh, the FBI. No, the marshals did it. Come on. The FBI should have been on that Supreme Court leak like that. They don't want any part of it. They didn't want to find out. Awful. And that's a memo. Spring is the perfect time to make smart financial moves like getting life insurance to protect your family. Did you know 
that 46% of Americans expect to leave behind debt. Policy genius life insurance can cover those debts like mortgages, credit cards, car loans, college costs. In our Smart Life segment, understand that life insurance gets pricier with age and work coverage may fall short. Policy Genius simplifies by comparing quotes from top companies and ensuring unbiased advice. Their award-winning agents are ready to assist. So don't wait. Spring into action and secure your family's future. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 a year for $1 million of coverage. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes. That's policygenius.com. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds, and stores for 15 years. You'll also also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKSeedKits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. ArcSeedKits.com. All right, here's Biden's schedule. He does nothing today. He doesn't do any of the people's business. He campaigns in Chevy Chase, Maryland. That's all he does. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. We got uh, mutiny in Russia. We got uh, prices going through the roof, gas prices up again. We got, we got problems everywhere on the social front. We got fentanyl. We got, and he doesn't do anything every, every day. I give you a schedule every day. What does he do? Nothing. Yesterday, you know what he did? He had lunch with Kamala. Today he's out in Chevy Chase raising money. Come on. You know? Jeez. But Biden does have big trouble. Okay, so the primary thing now is a email from Hunter Biden that says he was sitting next to his father, who was out of office at the time, 2017. And a Chinese guy better pay Hunter Biden money because his father's sitting next to me. Okay, you know the tape. You heard it a million times. I don't have to go through it again. So, of course, um, some reporters asked Corinne Jean-Pierre about it. Go. Corinne, have you spoken to the president about this? Have you asked him whether he was there with his son on July 30th? This is not a conversation that I've had with the president. Again, I would refer you to the White House counsel. Do you plan to have that conversation no. with the president? No. 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 I, why would I ask him about that? It's in news everywhere. It's a huge development, but ah, can't be bothered asking him. Because she was told not to ask him. She's a puppet. She does what she's told. Most presidential press secretaries are that. So last night I'm on News Nation. I'll be on there again tomorrow. I'll tell you about tomorrow in a minute. 
but I was on uh, Leland Vitter's program, and he wanted to know about the Biden situation. Roll it. You and I like dealing with facts. How close are Republicans to the thing, that link between Joe and Hunter? About 50 percent there. You know, it's a big 50 percent gap. And um, it's absurd uh, to hear Jean-Pierre uh, spout this nonsense. Um, when Merrick Garland came out on Friday and said, oh, the prosecution of Hunter Biden was solely the responsibility of the U.S. attorney in Delaware. Um, no, you had to sign off on it, Mr. Attorney General. He's not the Attorney General, Weiss. You are. You knew what the plea deal was going to be, and you said fine. The defense from Team Hunter is, hey, um, Hunter Biden had addiction issues at this time. Who knows whether he was sitting with his father or not? On and on and on and on. If your whole defense is, I might have been high when I sent the text message threatening to use my father's influence to harm you, in this case, a Chinese Communist Party official, that doesn't feel like that good of a defense. Look, all this uh, could be put to bed with Joe Biden saying I wasn't there with my son on that night. Yeah, it's all Biden has to say. But no, I'm not, not going to talk to him about it. But all Biden has to say is my son is not remembering correctly. I, I didn't sit next to him in any conversation with a Chinese communist. Right? That's all he has to say. Gone. Now, many people wouldn't believe that, but go on a record. Now, it's, it's really, really crazy. So there's a whistleblower, you know this, a guy named Gary Shapley, IRS guy, former guy. Okay, he's not in the, uh, in the IRS any longer. He is telling the House Ways and Means Committee that he has six more people that will testify in front of the House Ways and Means, who will say that Merrick Garland put the fix in on the Hunter Biden case. Okay, talk is cheap, um, but this guy names, this guy Shapley, the original whistleblower, names the six. And we'll see, we'll see, but they show up and, and testify. It's closing in on the Bidens here. But not everybody thinks it is. So, you know, Doug Schoen, he's been on the broadcast many times, one of the smartest political guys in the country, writes a column. GOP should resist the urge to go overboard on Hunter Biden. Public knows they just want payback. That's the title of the column. All right, Doug, um, you and I agree often. Not here. I think yeah. the uh, walls well, are, Bill, are closing in. You just said on News Nation, that they've gone 50% of the way and they have a big 50% to go. Um, I don't disagree with that. My point in writing the column, Bill, was to say, if this becomes the basis for the GOP campaign, rather than, as you were saying before, inflation, cost of living, and the like, this could be a very frustrating initiative for the Republicans so far, they don't have the goods. Okay, that's fine. But if Joe Biden is linked to his son Hunter in a financial way, 
it is over for the Democratic Party. And that's where this is going. It's not there yet. And we haven't gotten there. And again, the Bidens have been very, very clever in keeping together, not letting any information slip, and given an FBI that has lost public confidence and a Justice Department similarly, I'm not convinced that we are going to get where you think it is certainly possible we could end up. In. All right. Well, nobody's convinced. How many? You can't be convinced. I mean, I think Comer also- is. It's what? Comer and Jim Jordan are convinced. Well, they're they're putting on their game face. That's for sure. But. I'm talking about the folks you got. You've got to sit back. But the tr- listen, you know, you're a Democrat. You know, the Democratic Party chieftains are very worried about this. Very worried. OK, because it could all come apart very quickly. Merrick Garland is done. OK, he's finished um, because the six that are going to come in to the Ways and Means Committee are all going to say the same thing. Merrick Garland didn't want to know the truth about what Hunter Biden was doing. He's done. Garland never come back from that. They may impeach him in the House. Not going to be convicted in the Senate, but forget about it, Merrick. You're going to go down like John Mitchell went down. Maybe not to prison like Mitchell did, but you're done. The second thing is that Joe Biden himself is an unpopular president. And all of this brewing scandal that he may have taken bribes, uh, and I use the word may allegedly, because that's the fair way to handle it, just making him look weaker, correct? It does make him look weaker, Bill. Let's wait and see the six new whistleblowers and what they say. But I remember, Bill, you go back to John Mitchell, I remember the Democrats in 72, George McGovern ran on Watergate. Watergate ultimately brought down Richard Nixon, and it was a big zero in the 72 campaign. Yeah, that's that's a good point, but it's not the same now because the media is is so partisan and, and the conservative media is driving this thing like crazy. Now, there are a couple of other things that we need to tie up here. First of all, the special counsel, do you agree with me, has a much harder time charging Trump in January 6th after this Senate committee report? Yes, I do. I don't believe they are going to go uh, and hold Trump accountable for January 6th. I've always felt, could be wrong, Bill, that they're going to go after him for obstructing the work of Congress in certifying the results. I don't think the January 6th insurrection will be the cause of criminal charges. Okay, so you believe that the phony uh, electorates that Correct. tried to uh, come in and say, no, we're with Trump and all that, but you're going to have to show that Trump ordered that, which is not going to be easy to show. I understand. Okay. Um, I understand. So... To me, it's just the documents at this point, and now we're into December 
uh, where they'll start that case and nobody knows. Again, I'm not trying a case on TV. I want to see what happens. So last question for you is this. I agree with you that the Republican Party, not only for the presidency, but they got to take the Senate and keep the House if they want real power in 24. And you have to run on Joe Biden and the Democratic Party's deficits, that they just screwed everything up, and that if you get diverted by Hunter Biden, um, you're going to be less, the message will be diluted. That was your column, and and it's valid. But I think you're underestimating the danger to Joe Biden's presidency from this money stuff. I think he's in trouble. Last word. Bill, if you're right, and it's a big if, it will be a serious problem for Joe Biden and the Democrats. My point in writing the column was so far we're not there, and there are so many, as you suggested, big issues that the American people care about. Inflation, gas prices, cost of living. My advice to the Republicans is let the Hunter Biden stuff play out as it will and focus on what voters themselves are focused on. All right, Doug, always great to see you. Thanks for the good debate and have a good summer. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Joe Biden approval rating, according to Gallup, the highest since last August. Uh, Approval 43%, job approval, disapproval 54%. I don't believe that poll, by the way. I don't think this poll is even close to being correct. But what do I know, right? (laughs) 
Kamala Harris, NBC News survey, the most unpopular vice president in modern times. All right, they asked, do you like or diff- don't like Kamala? Positive 32, negative 49. So she can't run for president. That's what this poll basically says. RFK Jr., tomorrow night, News Nation. I'll be doing the pregame show. Uh, they had town hall from 9 to 10.30. Okay, I'm not doing a postgame show because I'm too hot. Or what that means is I'm too opinionated. Um, I, I don't want to blow that RFK thing up. Let the other people, they have a good roster. Let them analyze. what. Okay, I will do it on Thursday here. So the problem with RFK Jr. is twofold. He's a conspiracy guy. Now, it worked for Tucker Carlson because millions and millions of Americans love conspiracies. They love them. Okay, I get letters every day. Um, And Kennedy uh, says the vax, the COVID vax leads to this and other vax leads to that. And and, uh, the phone is going to give you brain cancer. But the most intense part of his conspiracy stuff, RFK Jr., is Putin. Okay? Roll the tape. Putin has repeatedly said yes. In fact, he negotiated two times he agreed to agreements. He agreed to the Minsk Accords, and then he agreed in 2022 to an agreement that would have left uh, Ukraine completely intact. And it was us who forced Zelensky to sabotage that agreement. It was already signed. So, you know, the, and the Russians were acting in good faith. They were removing their troops from Kiev. And this was all done secretly without telling the American people. So, no, I, I think we're the ones who have not been acting in good faith. Wow. So, on February 2nd, 2022, last year, all right, as Russia was invading Ukraine, violating international law, Putin had a press conference in Moscow. At the press conference, he said, quote, now the Minsk agreements do not exist. <laughs> it wasn't a Biden by the Minsk agreements. He said, they don't exist. Why? Because I say they don't. <laughs> so this is the kind of stuff, all right? Again, you like RFK Jr.? I know him forever. Okay, I got a good relationship with him. But when I see stuff like that, I go, ooh. Drug use worldwide. All right, new study by the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime. And it was released um, a couple of days ago. Ready? 300 million people worldwide used drugs in 2021, last part of the study. Okay, 40 million people have substance abuse disorders. 40 million. I think that's low. All right. 36 million use amphetamines, 22 cocaine, 60 million opioids. They're all addicted. These aren't casual users. All right. These are addicts. So worldwide, uh, the drug scourge is growing. It's up big. Why? Because pushers and addicts aren't punished in most countries. Now, if you go to Singapore, you better not use drugs. And hello, Singapore has zero drug problem. But if you use or sell drugs in Singapore, you are in serious trouble. So I wrote a column, they're not victims. I'm tired of it. 
I'm tired of these drug addicts uh, running wild, committing crimes, neglecting and abusing their children, destroying inner cities, living homeless lives and wandering around, uh, shooting up in front of children. I'm tired of it. I don't want to see it anymore. Okay, mandatory drug rehab. You got illegal narcotics in your bloodstream, you go. Whether you like it or not, you go. Humane, absolutely. Everybody screaming, treatment, 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 mandatory treatment. You go, they'll build centers, you'll have barracks, they'll have whatever they have, you know, but humane, absolutely. All right, treatment all day long, all government resources are in there. It costs far less than the pandemonium that drug addicts are causing inside the USA. Now, you take that market away, pushers got nobody to sell to, cartel economic plan collapses. Drug street gangs in Chicago, New York, the other big cities, what are they going to do? Who are they going to sell to? All the addicts are gone. They're in rehab. You want rehab? Only 20% of drug-addicted individuals in the USA want to get off the drugs. So now, in a sane society, because they're causing so much damage, you say, we don't really care what you want. You're a drug addict? You're going to rehab, forced rehab. I don't know, six months, first offense, a year, second, that kind of thing. Just disrupt the market. So anyway, I hope you read my column. They're not victims. BillOReilly.com. Church attendance Gallup poll uh, cratering. May 2023, 31% of Americans say they attended church. Um in the last seven days. 69% no. That's about right. Maybe 28% of Americans go to weekly services of all religions. Catholicism is a disaster. I wrote the message of the day on BillOReilly.com. That's different than the column. And by the way, you can access all of the stuff on BillOReilly.com. You don't have to be a premium or concierge member to do that. The concierge and premium members get far more stuff. But uh, my point in the Uh, message of the day today, Tuesday, is that organized religion has no answer. I mean, I was at 1030 Mass on Sunday, premier Mass, okay? Five Saturday, 1030 Sunday, the two most well attended. 20% of the church is full. African priest couldn't understand a word he said in in the homily. I couldn't understand one word he said. I mean, little kids would go, it was, and this isn't unusual. So there's no answer on the part of the religions. So now we're France and Britain, godless countries, secular countries. That's what they are. Killing the witches addresses this directly. We'll get to that in a moment. Smart life. The average debt of Americans, $55,000. Okay. So you're in a hole, $55,000. And it's not a good place to be. Credit card, mortgages, car loans, medical debts have got you 55000 down. That's the average. Only 17% of Americans have no debt. So if you have fifty-five grand in debt, what do you do? The smart play in smart life is this. Consolidate your debt. So bring it all in to one or two payments. Then negotiate with the people you owe money to. Um, 
maybe you'll have to get a loan to pay off your credit card if you can. So the credit card VIG is 17%. The loan you would get from your local bank would be 6%, 7%. Take that loan, pay your credit card, and you're up 11%. You see what I mean? You've got to isolate your debt. See where it is if you want to get out of the hole. Now, a lot of Americans don't. They don't go, oh, I owe money, so what? What are you going to do to me? Okay. You want to be a slave the rest of your life? Run up the debt. You got no independence. Things go bad, you're screwed. Okay? So you got to be smart. Got to look. Get a calculator, whatever it may be. But get that debt right in front of your eyes. And then discipline yourself. Cut down. Pay that debt down as fast as you can. Bud Light is a stupid company. Okay? They're just stupid. Anheuser-Busch parent. Okay, Pride Day, Sunday, Toronto. What do we see in Pride Day? Naked guys running around in front of children. That's what we see. Who's sponsoring this Pride Day? Bud Light. Hello, Bud Light. One of the sponsors on the corporate side. Naked guys. Good. Good look, right? They deserve it. They deserve it. And their business is just collapsing. Idiots. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe, download now, The Truth. All right, this day in history, stay with me here. June 27, 2005, two rulings on the Ten Commandments. Austin, Texas had a display of the Ten Commandments. It was a gift. It was a sculpture in public. Somebody sued, of course. Kentucky, same thing, display of the Ten Commandments. On one, Supreme Court rules five to four that Texas can display at the Capitol. Why? Because it's part of Texas's, of Texas, historical legacy. Okay? But no for Kentucky. Because Kentucky, their Ten Commandments was designed to bring people into a church. Like, you better obey these commandments or you're going to hell and you better, we'll tell you about it, come into this church. 5-4, Supreme Court said no to Kentucky, yes to Texas. Texas did not have a religious component. And that stands to this day. All right, Mal, coming up and a final thought on killing the witches. We got a nice mention today in the New York Post. We'll tell you all about that in a moment. Okay, uh, here is the Mal Carroll concierge member. Surge in concierge membership, as I said yesterday. Please, it'll enhance your life. It'll give you an insurance policy. BillOReilly.com concierge membership. Carroll says, Excellent reporting on Bill Barr, Joe Biden, and the Biden crime family. This is Carol. 
Yet, I still can't comprehend why politicians and the legacy media continue to support the Biden crime family because ideology is more important. Joe Biden does whatever the progressive left wants. They don't care if he's Al Capone. They don't care if he's pretty boy Floyd. As long as he supports progressives, they'll support him. David Concierge, remember what's even more astonishing, the NBC poll about the direction of the country is that NBC (laughs) favors the Biden administration. Again, it's all ideology. Their executives are far left guys. Comcast, Philadelphia, look it up. They love it. They love the far left. Lucinda Callis, Richmond, Virginia. Bravo, Bill, your latest column. They're not victims. Nothing short of stunning. I commend your personal integrity and strength in writing it. As always, thank you for being the very best of a few who are willing to be stand-up, honest human beings. I will tell the truth. I always have. And, you know, I paid a price, but it's okay. Uh, Alan, concierge member, a lot of concierge members writing in. Bill Wells said uh, on your column, while I have empathy for people down on their luck, I can't agree that people raising a family and working should have to suffer because a small minority refuse to take personal responsibility. Good letter, Alan. Thank you for writing it. Richard Catalano, Gates Mills, Ohio. Bill, I read your message message about Putin. His demise does not guarantee a better leader in Russia and the world. So what? So what? He's a war criminal. He's a villain. You don't go, well, what's going to happen next? You get rid of him. Mary Mallow, Rothschild, Wisconsin. I sure would love to see Lisa Rice run as Trump's vice president. That will never happen. Uh, Ms. Rice, Dr. Rice, is very close to the Bush family, and you know the history with Trump and the Bushes. So it never happened. David Cash, St. Augustine, Florida. Residents are leaving California in large numbers. Couldn't this eventually cause California to lose congressional seats? Already has. 2020, they lost a seat, and they're going to lose another one. Two down. Pat and Ken Arrington, Owens Crossroads, Alabama. Concierge members here, thank you for your recent reply to my request for a surprise shout-out to my husband, Ken, for our 50th wedding anniversary this week. Pat and Ken Arrington, 50 years together. Congratulations. Okay, the Mayo Summer Reading Program. Uh, I hope you're on it. Lots of folks are. You get Killing the Mob. I mentioned it. Killing the Killers, Killing the Legends. I'm sorry, it's Killing the Crazy Horse. Killing the Killers and Killing the Legends. All three and a team normal hat. 3295. Need the hat? Keep the sun out of your eyes while you're reading. Listen, if you're traveling, if you're on the beach, if you're in the mountains, if you're at the lake, you want to have a good book, a fun book where you'll learn something. There you go. Summer reading special. And Killing the Mob, you can get that. Uh, I think we still have that uh, two books for uh, 18 bucks. Yes, Killing the Legends and Killing the Mob together, $18. Word of the day, do not be an enigma. E-N-I-G-M-A, enigma. Don't be one. Back with a final thought in a moment. Okay, here is the final thought of the day. I worked very hard on Killing the Witches, which comes out on September 26th. Subtitle is The Horror of Salem, Massachusetts. Difficult book to write. Um, So we took 
the bigger view on it. Yes, we run down the 20 witches that were executed by the insane uh, government of Salem. And it's brutal. It's horrible. Kids turn against their parents. It's awful. But there was a much wider problem, okay, that came out of that. And it has to do with the Constitution and how we live today. So we get into that. Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, Patrick Henry, all those people. Okay. But before we get to Salem, I put you on the Mayflower, okay, for the ride over, which was harrowing. (laughs) Now, unbelievable records exist of both the Mayflower voyage and the witch hunt and executions in Salem. Those records still exist because everything was written down. It's not taught in schools. So Cindy Adams, who is a fan of mine and has read all the killing books, says a piece today, a very nice piece uh, in the New York Post. And, uh, you know, she liked the book and was asking me about the difference between witches and ghosts and all of that stuff. And I, I was explaining it because the last part of the book is modern times of killing the witches. And what witchcraft is, in the minds of the Puritan religious fanatics who drove all this, is that a person, doesn't have to be a woman, by the way, there were men, men executed as witches, enters into an agreement with the devil, the devil's bargain. They have an agreement. They sign the devil's book. I know, but where do you see it? So it's not that you are uh, a ghost who could, you could be friendly, look at Casper. It's not that. A witch is in concert with Satan, who the Puritans, the Catholics, most Protestant sects, Islam. I'm not sure about Judaism, but they believe, all those religions, that Satan is a presence in this world. So the witches are helping him. That's the basis of it. But I wanted to get into modern times because devil possession went wild after the exorcist book and movie. And not many people know how that came about. It's almost as harrowing as the Salem witch trials. So the third part of killing the witches is about the exorcist. It's based on a real occurrence, a 13-year-old boy in Maryland. The writer, William Peter Blatty, okay, changed the boy to a girl in the book and the movie. But the real case, and again, records of everything that took place are there because the Jesuits were in charge of the exorcism on this boy, and the hospitals where this boy visited, they kept the records too. But we have it all. And you will not believe it. I'm not going to tell you what happened here, but but the filming of that movie in 1972, William Friedkin, the director, he did the French Connection, won the best picture. He signed on to do the exorcist. He didn't have any faith in anything. I don't know if he's an atheist, but he wasn't a believer. And most of the cast didn't believe anything. Where do you see what happened while they were filming that movie? Now, some people say, oh, it was Hollywood hype. They put all this stuff out. 
eight people died during the filming of the, of the movie. You can't hype that. They're dead, including two actors. It's just, so when I'm writing and research, we're researching this book, we're going, nobody's going to believe this. So I had to back it up 50 different ways. And I did. We did. Martin Dugard and I. So again, Killing the Witches. Thank you, Cindy Adams. Nice piece in the New York Post today. Out September 26th. You can order in advance. BillOReilly.com. You'll get it first. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all of that. But you're going to want to read this book. I hope. And the devil's not going to make you do it. Thanks for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow.